Good day, viewers and listeners. I'm your host, Big Law, Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast. This is the first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Upside. Download a free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. So today is a uh, absolutely a football Friday. It is, uh, as you guys uh, can will probably hear here, I got my guy, Casey Pazalia, uh-huh. in the uh, house, and we're going to give you our predictions and uh, some ideas of what we got going on. How you doing today, Casey? Oh, very good, man. It's been a, a tough week to be a, a Virginia football fan, a tough week to be in Charlottesville. Uh, you know, morale is down in the yeah. community, to say the least. <laughs> and to be totally honest, man, after Saturday's game, I just wanted to forget about UVA football for a few days. I, I tried to get it all off my top of my brain for a few days and then, you know, kind of jump back in about Wednesday. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. And I can tell you. Um, it's definitely something that we're, uh, that we're aware of, you know, as far away as Hampton Roads as well. It's, um, it's hitting us all, you know, and we got some things to talk about. You know, there's an article by, uh, uh, Zach Carey, uh, that we're going to talk about, uh, on streaking the lawn. We're going to talk about, uh, injuries with Malik Cunningham. Is he in or is he out? And we'll talk about the Louisville possibly firing their coach. Uh, then we'll talk about success on the field, you know, as a Wahoo fan and what we are expecting. And then we'll get into our predictions. But before we uh, keep that thing running, how's everything been going, man, for your Virginia Game Day podcast, everyone? He is Casey, uh, that Virginia Game Day podcast, been doing it for a while. Uh, we, yeah. we are brothers in media. We actually both have been covering the Wahoos and are uh, really close to the program and just want to bring you guys the information, you know, uh, every way that we can. So uh, how's everything been going out there? I know you said that it's kind of down out there, but have, have you had any people in the chats, <laughs> chats talk to you or, you know, because I I have, I've had some people that have been, you know, a little upset and, you know, it seems like the, the energy, the morale is down. There we go. The morale. So everywhere. Everywhere I go, I'm always wearing UVA gear. I've always got mm-hmm. the saber on when I go to work. I'm wearing a, you know, I've, I have a whole bunch of like nicer UVA gear that I can wear mm-hmm. out to work. You know, polos mm-hmm. and quarter zips and that kind of thing. So I'm getting it always because they see that they know I'm Virginia Game Day. I'm always having to talk, defend, and all that stuff. And it's just like, you know, everyone's got their own opinion. Everyone's got their own take. Uh, but it's just a lot of disappointment, you know, and as a team who isn't constantly winning every year at the first sign of trouble a lot of times you know they're kind of just going to put it in the background and maybe look forward towards basketball season or you know just say oh that's uva football for you but you know with this uh with this program situation right now i think it's going to be more of a a slow build, a slow build. You know what I mean? And we talked about that last week. Yeah, it has to be kind of a slow build. I mean, right now we're in an odd spot. You know, the the you know, let's just do this. How about this? Before we even get any farther, let's just go ahead and just talk about the article from okay. Zach Carey at Streak in the Law. Let me read you the headline. Shout out Zach. 
yeah, shout out to Zach streaking the lawn. Maybe we'll get him on as well. We can do a three-way on this thing, and uh, we can all talk some Wahoo stuff. Zach's article reads, uh, UVA fan react, uh, the fan reaction and results. It says, fan expectations for Virginia at a season low, while confidence in Tony Elliott is split, which is something that I've kind of said in the week. It's like, you know, it's almost like I called it a civil war is, is really what I called it. We're building to a civil war this early in his regime because of the losing earlier on. And we're not, you know, really accepting that. And that's it's not just the losing either. It's like losing and we're not even like having leads. You know what I mean? We're not, we haven't like played with a lead mm-hmm. for much of the year. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. there hasn't been a lot to grab onto as, as a, a UVA football fan. Yeah. And you know, if, if we're, you know, and, and we, we were going to talk about this, you know, at, at, you know, at the bottom of, uh, you know, of the show, but we can bring this right up now where, you know, we're talking about the way that, you know, the team plays now, we're not a rabid fan base. We're not Alabama. We're not Tennessee. We're not, you know, USC or Ohio State. You know, we're, we're Virginia, which, you know, we have a football tradition, but it's not like those championship pedigrees. But what they do expect is to be competitive, and they want to see a at least a somewhat highlight-laden, uh, you know, play on the field. And we're not getting that right now and it's not even close you know we're not even seeing anything that is remotely you know digestible based off of what you're used to seeing from this team for the last four years yeah i mean only if you look at that the article by shrinking the lawn only 39 percent of uh people who voted on uh this poll said that they're still invested in uva football after the loss to duke and the you know, loss to Duke, we, we got beaten by 20 to 21. You know, I mean, Duke's the team where we blew out 48 nothing last year. So, you know, it's a big flip to go from 48 nothing in 2021 to down 21 nothing in 2022. That's a 69 point flip. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think some people, you know, listen, watch us win a few games, that poll changes. But, after such a rough loss, that's what the numbers are going to be. Not only that, it was a, uh, uh, it, it was, it's been, a, it's been a rough go, you know, for, for, for you know, back to back, you know, because because we took an L the game before that as well. So yeah, you know, I, it was a it was a tough loss then. You know, we thought, you know, that that they could make the, the total comeback, but they didn't. They should have won that game. You know, About but face mask, you know, there you go. Face mask again. If, if that is, if, if that is not called, or if that is more, uh, if that's called more liberally, it, it would, it wouldn't even be a face mask. It's more of a kind of a slight grab and a release, but they call it like the full blown, you know, like he grabbed him and yanked his head. He didn't, but it was fourth and whatever, fourth and 15 or something. And the game was, you know, that game was over, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, but did, you know, the, the fans are, you know, we're fickle. You know, the football fans at UVA are fickle. They, you know, it, it's it's and it's easy for them to be that way because they really haven't had the mountaintop success. You know, if you had like the mountaintop success, you know, you'll figure you can probably get it back. That's why your teams that have was that have won national championships like the Alabamas, you know, or been in the championship, 
uh, you know, conversation like the Notre Dames and stuff like that, or who have the history as being a uh, a good football program. I don't know. I mean, you know, wh- where are you at on 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 your, you know, how you feel about the team at this moment? Just your opinion. Well, to your point, I mean, that's what makes it so easy for a lot of like casual fans or like just you know Charlottesville residents, whatever, to just be like, oh, that's UVA football for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Losing another hire that's not working. Well, that's kind of how it goes. And then, uh, you know, it, if they do win, then it's just like, you know, you got lucky. But um, I think, like I mentioned earlier, I think something's got to shock the system at some point, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You go up against, uh, I thought Illinois would shock the system. Mm-hmm. They beat ODU, but, you know, still, you know, we were barely bigger favorites and barely beat them. Um, mm-hmm. And then we lose to our former offensive coordinator and, you know, in a game we probably should have won. That didn't do it. We went out and, you know, laid an egg against Duke, a team that we, we you know, hammered last year. So right. maybe getting embarrassed on in front of everybody will finally shock the system and get these everyone playing on the same page because you know, we talked after the game last week a little bit and uh, after the, after the game this weekend, and I thought Brandon actually had looked pretty comfortable and was making some decent throws. It was more of the, the defense and special teams that kind of faltered. So if you can get the offense kind of back continuously on that climb to figuring things out to and have the defense and special teams kind of play where what they had been playing – then we might have a, a complete game and just like that triple braided cord that coach Tony Elliott has uh, spoken about. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, this, you know, Brendan said that he's, he's felt good. He said this week was a good week of practice. He feels like they're getting ready, you know, to do something special. It's just not quite there yet, you know, but, you know, we, we will, um, you know, we'll see, you know, we got some more things to talk about. When we get to this injury report. But before we go any further, this episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up your college football season. If you ever wanted to go to Underdog Fantasy, you can go there, sign up, and you can, it's easy. All you have to do is go in, you can select Brennan's name, and you can select whether he, you know, it'll say Brennan Armstrong, 250 yards over or under. It's that simple. You can select the name and say, or select if they can go over and under. And if you select one of those, you're going to win some cold hard cash. Also, same thing, Paris Jones. If he runs for 80 yards by the end of the game and you select it under, you won't win. But if he rushes for uh, that many yards and over, you would win if you selected the over. I can tell you, it's an easy way to play available in 30 states. Just uh, pick between two to five players across each team, uh, not just your team, and decide if they will finish higher or lower. One of the easiest fantasy games to play out there, you can win cohort cash in a single game. Sign up with your promo code locked on. That's one word, locked on. And underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit 100, get 100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store. Forward slash Google Play Store. There's underdog fantasy promo code locked on. Remember, one word locked on. Get into the college 
football pick'em action today. So yeah, man. Um, kind of just getting back into, you know, where we are as a football program and who we got this weekend. Of course, it is homecoming. Of course, the missus is an alumni, right, Casey? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so so she's gotta be excited for homecoming. Um, oh, yeah. It is early. How do you feel about these early games, man? I'm kind of split mean, on them, actually. Some people, a lot I of like, people the, like them, but go ahead. Night games, you know, seeing Scott Stadium under the lights is always a beautiful thing, you know, especially in the – we're starting to get that nice fall weather here in Charlottesville. And mm-hmm. like I tell everyone, nothing beats Charlottesville in the fall. Uh, so right. those are like ideal because then you get people kind of, you know, you can do your thing during the day and then come out tailgating around, you know, afternoon and then lead up into the night game. Uh, the the two o'clock ODU game was that was a pretty good time as well because you know we got out there around like we, we met up around nine or ten and then you know we had time to hang out at the tailgate get to the Wahoo Walk bam go do meet up with a couple other friends and then get to the game on time and then you get home and you still got you can watch some of the night games watch a movie have dinner whatever uh, twelve o'clock game I mean. Listen, you gotta. As soon as you're up, you gotta get gotta get to it. Get ready, get your gear on. You know, have your stuff picked out, and then and then you know, get down to business. I don't know. What, do you know what time the Wahoo Walk is? Uh, Wahoo Walk tomorrow? is two and a half hours ahead of kickoff. Okay, so, so it'll be nine thirty. Nine thirty. Yeah. So I mean, pick out your gear tonight. Pick out your gear tonight. But I mean, yeah. So I, listen, it's just great that the team's coming back home, you know, Mm -hmm. and we haven't for all helps how bad it's been. We haven't lost at home yet this year. That's right. That's right. So it's been bad, but we're two and oh at home. So maybe we're just like a hometown team this year. Hey, that's kind of how we play back in the bill. Yeah. That's typically how we play. You know, we play pretty tough at home. Of course, it's going to be, uh, it's going to, uh, tomorrow in Charlottesville, the low is going to be 44, the high, it's going to be 64, a perfect Charlottesville day. That is Charlottesville yeah. weather right there. Somewhere in between the 60s and the mid-70s, you know, sunny. I don't see a cloud in sight on the weather report. So it should be a uh, uh, great conditions to, to come back home and, you know, just get the comforts of sleeping in your own bed, working out in your own facility. You know, you know, all, all that stuff matters, you know, with – all the players. So, yeah, you know, I'm yeah, last week thing. Uh huh. They they said we lost power. You know, we had that whole losing power thing in uh, Durham before the mm-hmm. game, right? So, I mean, you right. talk about having the comfort of sleeping in your home bed. You, you know, we'll have power. We'll have, you know, all the amenities that uh, that the guys need to to get ready for a, a game. Yeah, and you know, and those are some of the things that you need as an athlete, especially nowadays. I mean. Back in the day, you know, we didn't we didn't have nothing like the creature comforts they have now. I mean, we, you know, what I mean, it's just like throw on your pads, go out there, make sure it all fits, you know, and just go out there and play. But nowadays, they, you know, they they pretty much sit in luxury, train in luxury, you know, until they, you know, until they go out in the field and uh, they look great as well. So, you know, th- this is definitely a homecoming for them as well. That are looking for uh, a victory, you know, and we'll give you guys a prediction on uh, a little bit later in the show. So Malik Cunningham, uh, let's talk about some injuries. And, and, and the biggest one is uh, Malik Cunningham. I haven't seen anything online, whether uh, they're saying whether he is 
uh, going to be, is he going to play or not? Um, I know I saw something uh, not so like, I want to say like an hour ago is they're going to mm-hmm. start. I, I don't know if I said it on us with this last week and it was, in, it was in reaction to Tua. I'd said that they're going to make it mandatory to sit out a game. If you're in the concussion protocol up on, on all levels, at least the game. And they, I saw that there is something that they are trying to put together. The NFL, well, you know what? The NFL PA is trying to put something together. And you know how that goes. When they put something together and they all that stuff just kind of rolls down here. They're going to have it so that the colleges will follow it and then possibly even, you know, more strict when it comes to the younger players. Uh, but, you know, I think that something like that is coming down the pipe where if you have to be admitted to that concussion protocol, you have to sit out. You know, no matter how much, you know, how no matter how, how coherent you are, you're fine and you feel like you can do it, you know, mandatory a game sit out. Almost like, you know, when you have, uh, you know, head-to-head contact, you get to, you have to sit out a half a quarter. You know, if you in a concussion yeah. protocol, you know, because that that's the whole thing, the whole CTE issue that's going on around in, in, in sports, that's the one thing that can kill your sport. Is, uh, is 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 those kind of injuries. And they're going to be extra careful, I think, moving forward. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Casey? Well, listen, it, I kind of want Malik Cunningham to play, so we kind of – because if we win against a backup quarterback, it's kind of like how we beat a backup quarterback. You know, obviously you hope that Malik Cunningham is, is okay and all that because, you know, concussions are, are serious business. But, you know, I'd like Malik Cunningham to be – I'd like the, Louisville to be at full strength, so – we can go up there and get a real test and hopefully get a legitimate win. Well, the backup is Brock Doman, you know, who's a little bit more of a uh, uh, drop back quarterback in the pocket kind of a quarterback, which yeah. bodes well for University of Virginia. They're a top 25 team when it comes to getting to the quarterback, you know, in, in, in college football right now. So, you know, the, you know that could be a, a, a positive, you know, if you got more of a pocket uh, quarterback, you know, with our uh, pass rush, you know, our pass rush ends, which that has been a uh, a strength for of us, you know, being able to get Absolutely. to the quarterback. I haven't seen that many sacks, you know, this you know this part of the season in a while. But you know, the defense needs to come back. You know, in my opinion, the defense just needs to play, you know, like they were. They were ascending so fast, doing so well, and Duke. You know, I just don't think that – I think that Duke was just more prepared, you know, you know, with their offense, you know, what they did. I mean, I, I, it, was, it was it was almost like it was too easy for them, you know. That game mattered. Duke was also a team kind of on the rise, new coach, mm-hmm. riding a couple of wins. They, they wanted that game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say they wanted it more than Virginia, but that was a very, very important game for them. Well, they, they took it personally. It felt like Illinois. They really did. It felt like they had a vendetta, sure. you know, and, and they yeah. had something, you know, on their on their uh, on their list to to to, to get back at. And, and we were one of those teams. Um, you know, we put the screws to Illinois last year. They came out, kicked our butt. Duke the same way. You know, they were playing at a whole different speed. You know, when yeah. when I was watching that 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 block punt, I'm like, man, I said it would have got blocked before the timeout because the guy was pretty much shaking the punter's hand, you know, <laughs> you know, before the timeout. And then they call the timeout, still get the thing blocked, you know, same, it came through the same gap, same hole, 
everything and still block the punt, you know, even after the timeout, you know. So, you know, but they, and right there I was like, man, these guys are just playing at a different speed on both sides of the ball, you know. And we got to figure out as an offense how to stay out of uh, third and longs because that's our, that, that's our issue. And then, of course, the penalties. I am very interested, interested to see how Coach Elliott is going to – react and how he's going to coach if there are any penalties. And I want to see how the team is going to react after being called out. He was making threats. Oh, yeah. You know, (laughs) he was making threats like, you know, listen, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. And and you talk about, you know, Illinois and and Duke having a vendetta. Now we got reason. Yeah. We've gone out there and got embarrassed a few times. Now Virginia's got reason to kind of like band together, you know, pull yourself up by our bootstraps and be like, Man, have pride. We got to get this dub. Absolutely right, man. And I think that, you know, they can go out and get this dub. And uh, if they do, hopefully, you know, it's kind of a turnaround. But, um, I, you know, I think the it's going to have to start with the offense. I mean, the defense, can, if they can get back to playing steady, uh, you know, similar to how they, how they were playing before the Duke game. And then Brennan can just continue to settle down in the, in the offense. I think that it could be a, uh, a a very different team from what we're seeing, um, you know. But, you know, before we go any further. So, yeah, Brennan, uh, it, you know, is definitely the focal point, to uh, you know, this, this uh, week uh, at Scott Stadium, 12 o'clock kickoff. I uh, believe it's going to be on ESPN uh, UVA versus Louisville homecoming for the University of Virginia Cavaliers. All the alumni will be in town, hopefully. I did see – you see it online, like a lot of people giving up their tickets? No, I, I didn't see that. The game is on ACC Network, though. Okay, so thank you. Thank you for that correction there. We're going to be – so they're going to be on the ACC Network. I saw some fans offering their tickets up a little more than usual, and I was like, why? You know, this is homecoming. You know, but, you know, who knows? You know, we'll see. If you if you can remember, you know, we, we can do a count, you know. And if you, like, when you leave, you know, the uh, the game, um, you know, when I get it out of the press box, you know, you and I can do, like, a quick live as well. And, uh, you know, and do a little, uh, you know, a quick analysis, depending on what your guys' schedule is. But I think the fans will really appreciate that on both ends. But, uh, but yeah, so let's get into um, – now, we talked about, you know, who's in or out for uh, – well, we talked about Malik Willis, Pop Willis, Malik Cunningham being in or out. Let's talk about the Wahoos who are out. Right now, Malachi Fields is out. He's been out the whole year. But, the you know, and he's a really athletic, um, big, you know, big target that they haven't used yet, but they're waiting on him to become available to add to that super talented uh, offensive, uh, you know, receiving core. A six four two twenty guy, and then of course a guy who's out, who's who's also just a big loss is Billy Kemp. Uh, what do you got to say about that, man? Uh, we want to add to that. Uh, so they tried to get him involved right off the right from Jump Street against mm-hmm. Duke, and I thought that that was going to be a great asset. You know, what I mean, it, he two catches right off the bat, but you know he kind of they took a nasty hit on his knee, and then that was that. And it's just real disappointing for a guy who. You know, hasn't had a lot to build off of this year. You know, the only play you can really remember from this season from him is the punt that he fumbled in in Illinois. And this is a guy who was 
catching 50, 60 balls. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I, it's disappointing. I hope we can get him back as soon as possible. But again, it's we got to play with what we have, and you know we we got KT, we got Wicks. Those guys need to step up. You know what's crazy? Mm -hmm. We're now five games in. Those two got fifty three catches between them. Neither of them have caught a touchdown. That's insane. That's right, insane. If I told you for the season. Know. Sounds for either KT or Wicks. You'd be like, what? In Davis, I mean, Davis doesn't have spectacular yeah. stats either. He's another one. I think they need to start turning some of their focus towards him as well. You know, they need to give him some more run. You know, because our two I, biggest know, plays just... of the year, if you think about it, the Richmond, our first touchdown against Richmond was that long strike to Lavelle Davis. And then slant, the, right? the, the, the big pass to put him in position against ODU. Was to Lavelle Davis. You know, those are the two biggest plays of the year, and they're both uh, BA to Lavelle. Yeah, and, and I think that he's he has the, the 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 ability to be, you know, just totally unstoppable. And like Coach Elliott was saying on Tuesday night, and on some of his uh, his press conference with the with the press this this uh, week, he said that the small details, you know, like putting your feet in the proper position to where you're, you know, you're trying to run like a square in. You know, and, you know, you have to have your feet at a certain position to make the proper cut, you know, and if you don't make the proper cut based off your, you know, the, the little things, you know, based off of, where, you know, where your, your footwork is, you know, the, the ball is going to sail over your head or you won't be in the position to uh, receive the ball properly. So, you know, hopefully they, they can continue to iron those things out. I know it's a new offense. I know it's a new, new principles, new everything in way that they have to uh, throw and receive the ball. But. You know, I, I know Brennan has been working hard to, to try to fix it all because right now he's, he's really, in addition to try to get the team to win, he's trying to, you know, you know, recover some of his draft stock. You know, let's just call that what it is, you know, when it's all said and done. You know, Brennan could have left, you know, and, and, and probably done pretty well, you know, in the draft. You know, the only saving grace for this offense is if they can get a win tomorrow, they have a bye week. And also for Billy Kemp for injuries as well. That'll give us an extra week to get together, you know, another week to heal. And then, you know, maybe they can come out ready to go for the supposedly harder, harder part of the schedule. That's a great point, Law. And so they have a bye week, right? So let's mm -hmm. just play this scenario out. All right. We get the win against Louisville. We bounce back. You know, we, we shock to the system, you know, pull ourselves up and, and get a win. Then we got the bye week. And then we got Georgia Tech. So Georgia mm -hmm. Tech is a team who, you know, we should we should beat. They just did get a big win themselves against Pitt, but that's a team who's, you know, at the bottom, pretty predicted to be at the bottom of the conference. So there we go. We, then we start getting a little momentum, and then we have a string of home games, mm -hmm. a string of home games against tougher teams. But still, if if home home cooking is good for us this year, you know, we can still salvage the season. So we got North Carolina at home. We got Miami at home. We have Pitt at home. We have Coastal Carolina at home. So ain't no joke. Oh my goodness, there. You're absolutely right about that. I think if they can at least get a rhythm going with these two games with a buy-in between, you know, this could be a totally different team than what we've been looking at. And I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing what Coach Elliott, you know, one thing I like what Coach Elliott did, and, and I had to give him, I had to commend him. I gave him props for this earlier this week. I said that he actually, you know, 
apologized to his staff and his players for losing his cool as the leader of the team. A lot of head coaches would not do that. You know, th- th- you know, they'll just chalk it up to pride and they won't say anything. And they'll just say, that's just the way it is because I'm the head coach. He actually mm-hmm. apologized to his staff, which, you know, to me shows self-awareness, which if you have self-awareness, that means you can adjust to anything, you know, and that speaks volumes about the man. I hope so. I mean, I know that's one of the been been some of the bigger critiques on Twitter and and the like about kind of how he's always, you know, seems like he's always flipping out on the sideline, and that that is <laughs> yeah. true. It does seem like he's always flipping out on the sideline, but you know, it, it, far be it for me to to give him uh, coaching tips. You know, this is a guy who is highly yeah. decorated, and I said he has more rings than Liberace. In. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe you got more rings than fingers, you know, <laughs> you know? but yeah, so let's go ahead and give our prediction, uh, you know, uh, so that now that we're getting to the close of the show, let's go and throw it out mm. there. I'll let you go first. Uh, what you got for uh, the game prediction score right. prediction. So before the season, I'm looking at my my crystal ball here. What I said, I said 38 to 31. I don't think it's going to be 38 to 31. I think we're going to be looking at perfect conditions. Let's Early go. Game. Early game. Let's go 31. No, 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 no. 30, Virginia 30, Louisville 16. 30 to 16. 16. All right. And that's a UVA winning. Uh, oh, the game, I, the, what I got here is, and I've been going back and forth. I've changed it up a little bit. I gave one early in the week. But I'm going to say UVA 24. I'm going to say Louisville 17. Oh, okay. Pretty close. Sir. You know, 24 to 17. And I want to say, it, you know, UVA is probably, you know, beating beating them by 14. And then they, you know, somehow they get a field goal and they make it a, a little bit tighter. But I, you know, we got. I got to see them put up points. You know, I haven't seen them put up. You know, I, I need the points, man. I haven't seen them put up any points. So, you know, they'll write a lot of wrongs and uh, yeah. make fans feel a little bit better about this offense that we used to have and has disappeared. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So we'll look forward to it. Uh, what time are you gonna get there tomorrow? Uh, just check in with me in the morning. You know, I'm up. I'm always up early, so we'll we'll catch up in the morning and. Go from there. All right. Sounds good to me, man. But for everybody out there, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a great show again with my guy, Casey, from Virginia Game Day. Uh, what else you got to say in closing? Good. Give your handles as well. Uh, at Virginia Game Day on Instagram, virginiagameday.com uh, for website, newsletter, and uh, go who's. Let's get this dub. All right, everyone. And I can tell you, thank you for listening this has been locked on virginia and i'm your host big law i'll be out there tomorrow come out there say hi to me and uh we'll see if we can get this win tomorrow thank you guys yeah, love thanks. you yep and we'll thanks see for having you me law. absolutely thank you and thank you for coming on and you know we'll see how we do next week maybe we hope we have some more positive news uh for that's next right week. that's right get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On. 
take you across the ACC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On ACC your second listen of the day. Locked On ACC.